Hi guys, welcome back to the last day of 2021, which is, feels very odd because it went by so fast and so slow all at the same time. <laughs> and I feel like everyone can kind of get on board with that feeling. But um, yeah, our year closed out in a really dramatic fashion. And uh, it got me thinking about um, how everyone at this time of year, this week between Christmas and, and New Year's, they're all like, okay, let's let's set what we're going to do for next year. We're all going to, everything is focused on next year, next year, next year. And sometimes I feel like we skip a step in closing out the chapter of this year and opening the one that's next year. And that's the step we're going to talk about today. So uh, stick with me. And I'm super excited to share this with you guys. So um, yeah, let's get to it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life in business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries and leaning into that little voice that says you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. All right, so what I'm talking about in closing out the chapter of this year, um, you know, we get so focused on the future and so focused on planning and, and manifesting, which I'm doing a whole manifesting challenge starting tomorrow. Like I'm doing all those things too. But I think a really important step that often gets overlooked in the hustle of the holidays, in trying to rest after the craziness or trying to see all the family or, or whatever it is, or get in those last minute things at the end of the year, we forget to take this step where we, where we pause and we look back and and we release the things that we don't want to take with us to next year. Because if you sit there and you go, okay, well, I really struggled this year, which I'm sure a lot of people did. This was a hard year. It was a confusing year. I think taking that moment to release the things that don't deserve to come with you into next year is really important. And the word release that like when I looked it up, you know how much I love words and finding their like their definitions and and connecting with that. The definition of release is to allow or enable to escape from confinement. It's to set yourself free. And that's that's honestly what this show is about. I mean, my goal is to help women set themselves free from all the bullshit so that they can live authentically. And you can't live authentically if you're confined in who you're allowing yourself to be. If you're you're confined or you're trapped or you're stuck, like you can't fully live authentically when there's certain parts of you that are living for a life that you don't really want to live. So we're going to talk about releasing today. And for me, it's such a hard lesson to learn or <laughs> awareness to come upon. But like in, in my recent therapy that I've been doing and in some books I've been reading, what's really stuck out to me is that everything you want to change in a relationship or yourself or whatever, it's 100% about you. It has absolutely nothing to do with the other person. If all of your arguments with someone in any relationship are focusing on, well, you do this and it hurts me. If that's all the argument ever is, 
then you're taking zero responsibility for either the lack of boundaries you've set, if you keep getting hurt in, in what you're willing to put up with and what, in what behaviors you'll accept, in what situations you'll find yourself in. And like for me, I was reading a book about growing up with a narcissistic parent. And, you know, the first couple chapters of the book are explaining, you know, the definition of true narcissism, not just self-centeredness or whatever. There's a difference. And so I'm reading it and I'm like identifying with this and I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah, I've, I've been there. Oh, done that. Like, I see all of this and I'm I'm feeling so. Uh, what's the word? Like righteous in my position or my anger or my trauma. And then like the third chapter of the book comes up and it says, OK, now that we have explained in detail what a narcissist is. Now we're going to talk about you and why you are susceptible to being in a relationship with a narcissist. And we're going to talk about how you can heal yourself and make yourself less of a target for someone who has, who is a narcissist to latch onto you. And I turn around and I'm like, damn it. I don't get to just like be righteous in my anger and be like, I was wronged and play this victim role. And it's true. It's true, though. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, as you become an adult, I mean, it's obviously different for children because they have, you know, expectations and, and certain things they can and cannot do. But as you become an adult, you get to choose what you allow in your life and what you don't. And and often we're told that we don't get that choice, but we do. And it's the simple thing of now that you're an adult, you get to choose what you allow. You get to choose how you're going to behave. You get to choose your habits. You get to choose all of it. And if I can, if I continue to choose to be this person that allows a narcissist to have access to me and hurt me, then that's my fault. It's my fault now. So a lot of self-awareness came about recently. I was reading a book on uh, that about Wayne Dyer. It was called Happiness is the Way or Happiness is the Key. I don't know. It was a great book, though. Um, and he talks about, you know, healing from childhood trauma or whatever, like say you said, oh, well, my parents never took me to get ice cream. All my friends got to go out for ice cream and I, you're an adult, go buy yourself some ice cream. You can sit there and choose to not rewrite history, but choose to shift that idea that, oh, well, I never got to go get ice cream. I never got to have ice cream before dinner. Well, then go get ice cream before dinner. Make that shift now. Take, take that trauma away because you get to choose how it is. It's 100% your choice, how you want to live, who you want to be. And when you release yourself from other people's expectations, there's a freedom that sets in. And honestly, it's a little scary. It's a lot scary because not only are you the only one that can put yourself in your position, but it takes away this, this victim mode that's so easy to slip into and it's so easy to be so righteous in our anger and I just uh, I think there's a lot to be said for that realization so as we get to this end of the year like yes I'm goal setting and yes I'm I'm building my vision board for 2022 and doing a manifesting challenge and 
and and I'm looking forward and I like to plan forward, but a lot of what I've been reading and, and learning for myself in therapy lately is this idea of, of being okay right here, right now, like enjoying this moment and not just always, okay, well, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Um, and in order for me to really manifest something or to really set some big goals and achieve them, I have to release the things that aren't working first because I can't, what's the saying? You can't want something new and then do all the same things you've always done. So, I mean, I totally botched that quote, but that's fine. (laughs) So for me, you know, looking back, it's the idea of releasing the attachment to things that I know are not good for me, but it's really hard to do, whether it's letting go of family that's not good for you, friends, situations. I was told recently by my therapist that I cannot, I don't have to apologize for valuing my health over other people. And that was the big thing. I like, I don't really struggle anymore. It took me a long time, but I don't struggle anymore setting a healthy boundary because I've decided I've, I've realized I had this realization that setting those healthy boundaries is, is not only has my fibromyalgia massively decreased, which I was in pain every day for 20 years. I, I sleep better. My insomnia is not gone, but drastically better. I have a very healthy relationship. I am engaged as a parent and and I don't find myself regretting giving my time to other people. You know, it used to be, oh, okay, oh, we got to go hang out with this person. And then I always feel bad after I hang out with this person. And, and okay, but I can't not do it because then I'd be a shitty friend or whatever it is. I've released all of that expectation. And it's not, I want to be very clear, it's not a selfishness that we're talking about. Because really the goal of being in tune with yourself is to, you know, I'm going to be the best me for the greater good, because then I can be the best partner I can be, the best parent I can be, the best friend I can be, the best uh, family member I can be, business, whatever. If you really focus on yourself and you value yourself and you release these things that are holding you back from being really, really happy, it opens up this version of you that is the best version of you at that time with what you know now, in every aspect of your life. And the other thing I've had to learn that I have to release is the idea that I get to control the outcome or or what it takes to get to where I want to be, like how it's supposed to look. You know, um, when uh, my fiance and I were talking about her um, getting another job or getting, we were getting another car And she was so convinced that this one car was, okay, that's it. I have to get this car because this car gets me this and this and this. And that's how I'm going to, you know, get a second job and make more money. And we didn't end up buying that car. It was a completely different car in a completely different way. And and that was the thing I told her. I said, "I, I have a bad feeling about this car because the energy that I'm getting from you and the way we're talking about it is out of desperation. And when you're making decisions out of desperation... You're not doing it in in a way where you're sitting here going, I'm 100% confident in this decision. And I told her, I said, you have to, you have to let go of the idea that there is one way to get where we need to be. 
You got to let go of that idea because there's never just one way. And my kids, like in the last week, we've, I've said this a couple of times to my kids, they get very overwhelmed and stressed rather quickly at, you know, hard situations. And my daughter said something to me and she goes, well, I'm not going to be able to do that. And I said, well, if you tell yourself you're not going to be able to do it, that there's no way it's going to happen, then you're absolutely right. And then you're stuck. What are you going to do? What, how, explain how that gets you anywhere. I said, now, if we shift our perspective to say, there is a way to solve this problem. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm open to finding it. We're going to release the idea that we have to control the way it works or that there's only one way for it to work. Oh, that's what it was. We were rearranging their bedrooms. And my son, we rearranged his because he got some karate stuff for Christmas and he want, he needed more space to be able to do that. And my, my daughter wanted to do the same. And she was it, bawling, devastated, in tears, going, there's no way it can fit because my room is small. I said, well, if that's what you think, then that's exactly what it is. Then your room's going to stay exactly the same. But if you take a moment and, and don't let the feelings overwhelm you and we say, okay, well, how do I solve it? I don't have to know exactly how it is. I have to know that there's the possibility of doing so. And we rearranged her room and she ended up really loving it. And, and she said that back to me again a few days later. And we were talking about something. She was like, well, you know, I just, I think there's a way. I just don't know what it is yet. And it was just so cool. So that was a little tangent. as I did go on. But for me, as far as how to release things, it's obviously a lot easier said than done. It's very easy to be like, I'm just, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes anymore because they're bad for me. But we all know that that's a harder thing to do physically. Um, one, one mindset that you can adopt is one that Wayne Dyer talks about. And it's the idea of like, stop making it this huge, big, scary thing. I'm never going to smoke again for the next 60 years of my life or whatever it is. Just just sit there and say, I'm not going to smoke for the next 24 hours. And I am. This is coming from a previous pack a day smoker. Just so you know, I, I have quit smoking. I have gone through that. And he talks about the idea of, OK, well, for 24 hours, I can do it for 24. I can do anything for 24 hours. And then when you try and sit there and say, okay, the next 24 hours, you already have proof that you can do 24 hours. So you are building up your self-confidence as you continue to do something. So with that mindset, with that idea that let's take it one day at a time, there's a little um, like, what's the word I'm trying to say? I want to say recipe. That's not it. Maybe it's a recipe for how to release everything. Um, so what I suggest you do, do it today. If you are, you know, into saying goodbye to this year, or anytime you really need to have a shift, write down all the things that you struggled with. For us, we're talking about this calendar year, but it can be at any time. I mean, some people, if you follow like the moon cycles, the full moon is for releasing and the new moon is for setting new intentions and things like that. So that's kind of like what the end of the year is for us right now. So write down all the things that you struggled with this year, the things that you know are holding you back, even the ones you don't really want to admit, you don't have to show anybody else this list. Do this for yourself, write them all down. So mine, mine look like uh, I struggle with feeling unhealthy I struggle with um, staying true to my uh, morning routine. I struggle with using alcohol as my, 
coping mechanism. I struggle with staying organized at work. I'm just going to write down all the things. And it sounds like you're bashing yourself, but you're not. Write down all the things that are hard, like the things that you don't want to take forward, the things that aren't going to be part of the next version of you. Write them all down, however long that piece of paper is, and fucking burn it. Just put it, I mean, safely, please, but burn it. Like set it on fire, put it in a fireplace, put it in a bowl, burn it. Set fire to the version of you that is becoming obsolete. And thank that version for everything they endured to get you here. And leave them in the past where they belong because you owe it to yourself to release the parts of you that no longer serve you. So many people think, oh, well, this is just who I am. This is just part of what I do. I can't change that. That is not true. Yeah, you, there are things you cannot change about yourself. I cannot change my eye. Well, I could wear contacts if you wanted to change your eye color. But I'm just saying, there are parts of you that are born with. But some people get so convinced that having anxiety is something that can't be changed. No, but it can be addressed. You can shift your life to deal with your anxiety better. There are, there are a lot of things that people think, oh, well, this is just the way I am. And for the most part, that's really not true. The difference is that most people don't want to do what needs to be done to change the thing that's bothering them. They don't want to stop drinking or stop smoking because it's easier to keep doing that than to go through the hardship of finding that sobriety in that way. They don't want to cut off that toxic friend because, oh, well, I've known them for 20 years. They're my my friend since fifth grade or whatever. But if they're not serving you well, how can you ever be that next level version of yourself? How can you ever level up if you're holding on to the things that you know are bad for you? So as is this season where we look forward to the future, I'm encouraging you to pause. I'm encouraging you to Give yourself a little time and release the things that just don't serve you anymore. And and do so unapologetically. Unapologetically. Sit there and tell yourself that this, you know, I sit there and I dream about who I'm going to be and and the life I want to have. And as I do these vision boards and as I look forward to the future and I set these big goals for myself, when I'm manifesting that, when I'm when I'm thinking about what my life would be. It's not just in a, well, this is the kind of house I'm going to have. This is the kind of work I'm going to do. I do it in a, how do I feel in the morning? Do I wake up feeling joyful? Do I wake up feeling inspired and motivated? Does, do my surroundings encourage my feelings of this? Like, how is it going to feel for me when I work out every day? Am I going to feel strong? Am I going to feel confident? What kind of connections am I going to have in my life with my fiance and my children and So when you talk about setting your vision boards, it's not just what do I have? What do I do? What do I give? It's how does it feel to be that person? Like, how does it feel to embody that version of yourself? And, you know, I'm sitting here going, okay, I want to be very much in shape for my own strength, because especially having lived with a chronic illness for 20 years, my health is something I've not done well in the past. But it's something that I know would drastically improve my life. But does this healthiest version of me drink? Probably not. I mean, the healthiest version of me doesn't smoke. 
and I'm, I'm this version as opposed to the person I was when I did smoke. So I'm already healthier in that sense. And now when I want to level up to that next version, that next version of me doesn't sit there and drink wine probably, but she probably does sleep a lot better and she probably does have a lot more energy and she probably does, uh, get to stay a little more focused at work. So write down all the things that you struggle with, all the things that are holding you back, write them all down and fucking burn them and leave them here where they belong in the past. And then as you wake up and you decide to, you know, say, okay, I want to manifest this next version of me, release the idea that you know exactly how it's going to happen. Release the idea that there is only one way for it to happen. Release the idea that you can write a 10-year plan and it will go exactly according to plan. And by releasing that, you set yourself free and you open yourself up to the other opportunities that can get you there that you didn't think about. So um, that's just my little tidbit for you guys. I'm really excited for next year. I'm excited because I have, again, I have some big goals. And I'm excited to be that next version of myself that is happy, healthy, and honestly taking responsibility for my life in in choosing all the things I'm going to do. So I also wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you that have followed this podcast, that have connected with me on social media. Um, all of the people I interviewed this year were just I, I have formed some such amazing connections with some of the people I've interviewed, um, and it all came from this. So uh, I really am taking stock and, and am very grateful for everything this podcast has given me this year, and I'm super excited for the opportunity to use this podcast to give as many people help, motivation, support, um, and hopefully turn this into something that can truly affect people's lives um, and help people because that's that's my ultimate why is that I want to help women live their lives authentically because it's just so much better over here. <laughs> and it doesn't mean you don't struggle. It just means that you're unapologetic about who you are and and then you get to continue to live life knowing who you are. It's very, very cool. So um, peace out to 2021 and happy new year and cheers to 2022. I'll see you next year.